Welcome to It Just Means Less, where we talk all things SEC sports. Here are your hosts, Wells Perigen and Jacob Holman. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the It Just Means Less podcast. I'm your host, Wells Perigen, here with my co-host, Jacob Holman. How are you, Jacob? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm excited to talk basketball. Um, I won't say I'm extremely happy right now after just watching Auburn's girls lose versus at Vanderbilt. Tough loss. Um, I will shout them out before we start, though. Um, beating LSU uh, Sunday. Making Angel putting Angel Reese in her place. Um, it was it was the largest crowd ever at a women's basketball game in Neville history with like seven thousand seven hundred fifty. So I just wanted to give them a quick shout out before we start. Um, Jay, what were your key takeaways from last week's about uh, play? Um, I had a couple of them. Uh, one is I was a little bit I was a little shocked at um Tennessee and how they played at Georgia. Um. I thought it was going to be a lot. I, I thought the game was going to be more of a blowout rather than um, a close game like it was. Tennessee had to come back late and win that one. And then um, very impressed with Alabama going to Mississippi State and winning that one. Uh, it was physical, I know. Um, keeping Tolu Smith, kind of like Nato said, helping us out <laughs> back years. So, um, yeah, I thought that was a really good win because I think Mississippi State's um, a really good team and tough to beat on the road. Yeah, I mean, I watched a lot of that game. I mean, what they missed six straight free throws down the stretch. I yeah, think Tula, it was a lot. I think Tolo missed four, and somebody else missed. I think Matthews missed two, maybe something like that. But um, definitely helped Alabama win the game. I think one of my takeaways was the A and M Arkansas game on Tuesday. Um, Arkansas, we were texting back and forth. Arkansas got it like thirty-eight to nineteen to start the game. Um. I think AM started the game 0 for 14 from three. And then um AM clawed their way back into it. Um ended up being a what's the, can you remember the kid's name that made the shot? I know Wade Taylor made the three down there for AM to put them up. One. Who won the game? Yeah, was it Marks? Jamar Mark from yeah. uh, Houston. Mm-hmm. And he made the clutch shot with I guess that was was a buzzer beater or was it, yeah, it was like, one point, like, like one point three or something like that. Yeah, and then Wade Taylor fumbled the ball out of bounds in the game or something like that. Um, so, you know, not extremely impressed. I mean, I guess I'm ex- I'm impressed for Arkansas winning. Um, we both had A&M winning. But I'm, um, I wasn't also imp- – I mean, it was just a kind of bad basketball for both teams. Yeah, I mean, their A&M's win at home against Kentucky was pretty impressive. Um, mm-hmm. can, I mean, kind of want to show up. You never know, it seems like, what A&M team you're going to get. And then another one I know um, – I kind of already had my turn, but uh, LSU beat no Miss at home. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really impressive win. So, I mean, <laughs> I think we both had LSU and in in Georgia in our bottom four. Yes. So, I mean, kind mm-hmm. of that's wrong right now. And Georgia, you know, we were talking about I don't, Georgia played Tennessee really close and then won at South Carolina, something like that state team did not do. Um, I think jo- Georgia really should be 4-0. Probably so. Yeah, I agree. So, mm-hmm. I mean, well, I guess we'll talk about last week's results. Um, both of us went eleven and three. Um, Jacob got me on the Ole Miss LSU game. I had Ole Miss. He had LSU. But then I had Jacob on the uh, Georgia South Carolina. PGA, yeah, Georgia South Carolina game. Um, both of us missed A and M in Kentucky. But the way A and M was playing, I really don't think any of us could have saw that really coming. I mean, it's tough to win on the road, no matter who you're playing. Right. But um, I think. 
pretty good win. And then that brings our overall season results. I'm um, still up on Jacob, uh, tw- twenty and eight to nineteen and nine. So one game, and you know, I think we have a little foreshadow two games different this week. So it either could be Jacob up, you know, two or up one, or me up three, or we tie tied it up, Jacob. Yeah, dude, I gotta get my re- I gotta get my revenge for football season. So I'm glad it's I'm glad there's not as many games though. Like, you know, I'm glad it's not mm-hmm. like I guess when we were picking, you know, the non conference. So I'm kinda glad it's not too too I'm glad it's not too like mm-hmm. out of conference, you know, gonna have so many games to pick from. So Yeah, especially you know, if this would have been last year when we were doing this, we would have had to pick the um Big Twelve SC challenge. Yeah, but since that didn't happen, and they moved the ACC SEC challenge to December, we were lucky enough to um to not have to pick against all the ACC team, ACC teams. Yeah, because I definitely would have got ours wrong. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, I guess we'll go into our weekly power rankings. Um, do we want to tear them, Jacob, or we just want to go through and rank them? We can tear them again. We can kind of do it like we did last week. All right, I'll start from I'll start. From, let's start from the bottom. I'll go first. Um. Definitely, I think Missouri and Vandy are on their own tier down there at the bottom of the SEC. Um, we have Vandy at 14, Missouri at 13. Um, and I think there's a pretty good gap between that 13 and 12, or 13 and tw- um, 12 team, I guess you could say. Um, both Missouri are getting kind of blown out, or second half blown out versus Alabama. Um, same thing with Vanderbilt last night. Auburn beat Vanderbilt by 15, but really probably should have been by 25. Um, so I just don't think both of them, both of them te- teams fall into the garbage range of our power rankings. Yeah, definitely, definitely more of the, um, the not so great end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So that, we, that's kind of our bottom tier. And then going to, uh, the next tier is going to be nine through 12. Um, at 12, we have Texas a at 11, we have Arkansas at 10, we have Florida and at nine, we have Mississippi state. Um, and then for 12, we picked AM just because it was either between them and Arkansas. And since Arkansas just beat them, you know, kind of f- fitting to give them the nod over AM. And then um, Florida did beat Arkansas at home. They kind of blow them out. So I think that's kind of the reason we put Florida over Arkansas. But we gave State, I think, the nod over Florida because of some really tough, tough opponents they've played so far. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe should have won at South Carolina, who is playing pretty good basketball right now. And um, Mississippi State, or yeah, Mississippi State had a good, they had a close, close loss at home against Alabama. Maybe probably should have won that one, but they hurt themselves. So um, that's kind of that second tier, or kind of the second bottom tier that we have. Yes, I like to highlight. I mean, State. I, I think I could argue that State's had the toughest four opponents to start the year. You go on the road at South Carolina, which going into it didn't look like that tough of a game. I mean, going on the road is always hard. But you know, but South Carolina is now playing really good ball. Um, but they surprised me and Jacob. Then you go Tennessee at home, top five team at the time. Then you have Bama at home, who I think should be ranked right now, but they're four down conference play as well. And then you go to Kentucky. That's really tough to um state and state Rollett probably should be two and two coming out of that. Uh maybe three and one, honestly. Um I also think if A and M could have beat Arkansas last night and got back to two and two with wins versus Kentucky and then at Bud Walton, I think they would have jumped maybe to the top of this tier. I think they would have been at nine. Yeah, nine. I could, and you probably could argue to put them at eight too. Yeah. Um, I guess we're going to go to. The, I think the next two t- tier is only going to have two teams. Um, 
I think it's going to be the two and two teams with South Carolina and Ole Miss. Um, South Carolina at eight, Ole Miss at seven. Um, just like Ole Miss started the year fifteen and zero, now two and two in conference play. Um, nothing to really write home about Jacob. And then South Carolina ahead of where we had them, but a respectable two and two after four games. Yeah, um, Ole Miss just kind of fell off a little bit after, you know, kind of the fraudulent fifteen and zero. Um, so, and then <clears throat> South Carolina, like, like I was saying is, is they're playing, they're not just playing awful. I mean, when you, when you get held scoreless for almost 10 minutes in Tuscaloosa, that you're not going to win that game. Um, but you know, we, I know we both, I don't know. You, you picked Georgia to win. Win. Carolina, right? Yeah, I did. I had Georgia to be at, win at South Carolina. But at the beginning of the year, you probably would have said South Carolina. Probably, yeah. Looking at it. So, mm-hmm. you know, they're kind of – Georgia's really exceeding our expectations. So that was a maybe a game you should win at home. But uh, that's kind of going to go to our next tier, which is uh, two teams again, LSU and Georgia. Um, we're not going to put them in the top four because our top four stayed the same as it has. It's just in a different order. But I don't think they're – down there with the two and two teams. I think I think if they which LSU just proved they beat Ole Miss and then Georgia beat South Carolina. So it's kind of fitting that they're they're not with the top of the top, but they're not with the middle of the pack either. So kind of that in between. And we have Georgia at six and LSU at five. Mm-hmm. I think Georgia and LSU I will say the L, just because we have LSU and UGA at five and six and then Ole Miss at at um seven and eight, I think the gap between that is a lot smaller than the gap is between the four and five, which I guess we'll I guess we'll go ahead and announce them. Um, we have Bama at four, even though they're still four and zero in conference play. Um, probably it's because their toughest game was at State right now. Um, and we have State in power rankings. I mean, if you look at our power rankings right now, Bama's played nine, they've played fourteen, thirteen, and eight. Yeah. Um, so not exactly tough, but it, we're not we're not going to undersell the four and zero either. And right. then um, Tennessee at three. Three and one in conference play. Um, no, they look kind. They looked better versus Florida. Let me say this: don't connect. Look better versus Florida than they did at Georgia, but not exactly lighting the world on fire either. Kentucky at two after losing at overtime loss versus um and at A and M, and then we moved to Auburn at one just by default. Um, just because you, I feel like once the one number one seed loses and you got a four and zero team right behind it, you got to move them. You got to flip them just for the time being. Um. But I don't think it's by much. Um, me and Jacob kind of talked about it a little bit, and I maybe I'd probably say if the game was at Auburn, I'd pick Auburn to win. If the game was at Kentucky, I'd take Kentucky to win. And if it was neutral side, I really don't know who I'd take. Um, so that's our power rankings. Uh, I'll, I'll go through them real quick because we kind of do it. We had Al, um, Auburn one, Kentucky two, Tennessee three, Alabama four, LSU five, UGA six, Ole Miss seven, South Carolina eight, Mississippi State nine, Florida ten, Arkansas eleven. A&M 12th, Missouri 13th, and Vanderbilt 14th. I mean, I think it's a good list. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think the top six are the top six for everybody. It's just – or, but then you would – you definitely don't put LSU and Georgia in the top four unless you're mm-hmm. like one of their teams, like fans. So, I mean, I think I think it's a good list. I think it's solid. I think I you think- – can enter. I think one through four can kind of interchange at any time. Where would you draw the line 
or tournament teams right now? Like between what number? Um, I think seven and eight. I think I say the top seven are in, and then I think I put a line with maybe South Carolina, the first four out, and Mississippi State and Florida on the bubble. Yeah, right now. Which Arkansas did beat Duke at home, though. Yeah, it's going to look good when you – like we have – if we pick both, if we both take Arkansas this week, and now they jump to three and three with that Duke loss, probably puts a win, probably puts them higher up and close on the bubble. But right now, when they're ten and seven, one and three in conference play, I don't even with the Duke win, I don't think they're there. There's a lot of people not giving LSU in right now. Yeah, I mean they did lose to McNeese, um, but I'm going to respect the three and one in conference play. I think if if you if they finish if tournament started today and you were the five seed in the tournament in the SEC tournament, you'd be in. Yeah. So, I mean, I could see a word where they would put Mississippi State in over LSU. Which, I, I mean, who I'm trying to think who State played in the ACC Challenge. Do you remember off the top of your head? Uh, they played, oh, they made Rutgers. No, that's not. They ACC. won it. No. no, that was Big Ten. They played Big yeah. Ten. So, who did they play in the ACC? Was it my, my the first team I thought of was Pitt, but I that's could, right. I think, I think that's right. I think they went to Pitt, right? I, th- I think that's right. Um, I'm trying, to, and then LSU won theirs too. But I'm trying to think who they beat. No, 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 they played Georgia Tech. Wait, say, no, Georgia Tech was the um was at a hot day hoops given. Okay, so it was ACC. They, they may not been in it then. Probably okay. LSU has the loss at Syracuse, and they but LSU's also lost to Texas at Texas. And Kansas State at home. That's three pretty good losses. Uh, um, I wouldn't punish them by any means. And then Dayton. They lost to Dayton, who was ranked at the time. Okay. I mean, and then obviously, I think aside from McNeese, sure. Mm-hmm. No, no, they lost to Nichols. Nichols, okay. So, yeah. I mean, the same same concept. Yep. So, I mean, I, I definitely could see where they would – where they where state could get in over LSU right now, definitely because with a top five win against Tennessee at home, then you know I think that would yeah. sell it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the Tennessee, but you know, state lost to is it Southern by one point, and Southern had like was awful. So like you know, state's got that bad loss too, and I think that would kind of hold them back too. But you know, I guess you can p- compare Southern to. Uh, what you you said it was Nichols, and then State having the win versus Tennessee probably would compel them. Yeah. All right. I guess we'll go ahead and jump into uh the uh, this week's games. Um, on Saturday, January twentieth, I'd like to remind everybody, as always, that we're recording this Thursday afternoon. Um, so when you get to the Tuesday Wednesday games, the records and the rankings will probably be different. Um, especially Ole Miss will probably not be ranked because they lost last night. So yeah, they just take that for granted. But the first game is South Carolina. Yeah. South Carolina, 14-3, 2 and 2 in conference play at Arkansas, 10 and 7, 1 and 3 in conference play. Um, 12 p.m. SEC Network game. What you got, Jacob? I'm gonna go with Arkansas to win at home. Um, I think they're gonna keep their momentum from the AM win and um just find a way to win. Uh I think it's kind of like I've said if for South Carolina, if Michi Johnson isn't on, then they're probably not gonna probably not gonna win. So um, I think Bud Walton can be 
really tough place to play in. I think we kind of have agreed that it's one of the toughest places to play in in the, in the conference. So um, I think that that home court advantage is going to work for them and Arkansas is going to win. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, I think if Arkansas would have lost to a and um, Tuesday night, I probably would have took South Carolina. Um, I might even have took South Carolina if the game was at um, Colonial Life, I think is what they call the arena. Um, but with the game being at Bud Walton, it's just hard to win at Bud Walton. So I'm going to take the Razorbacks to beat South Carolina. All right, next, probably the game of the day, um, Saturday. Maybe you can make the Auburn on Miss case, but I, I'd say it's probably this one. Um, Alabama, 12-5 and five overall, 4-0 and oh, conference play. At number six, Tennessee. Tennessee is 13-4, and 3-1 and one in conference play. Um, it's the 1 p.m. ESPN2 game. Um, you know, I think this is the time Alabama's going to lose their first conference game. And if all, especially if Alabama, I'm going to take Tennessee to win. Um, but I don't really think Tennessee is going to blow out Alabama. My one concern with Alabama, and you hear this all the time, if you watch any um, SEC basketball game, there somebody's going to say defense travels, um, and offense sometimes doesn't. I'm I haven't really I'm not confident in Alabama's defense right now. Um, I think their offense is top tier of the SEC. I would probably say their defense is middle of the pack. Um, but you know maybe they could show me something this weekend. But I'm going to take the Volunteers, Jacob. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I am too. I think it's going to kind of be where uh, Alabama can't lose it now. I think they have every bit of capability in the world to win this game. I just know the last time Alabama went to um, Tennessee, they – I mean, it was like a bloodbath, man. They were playing – it was so physical, just – and really not in a good way. It was, it was way too – I mean, it just – it was more like a football game that had no officials rather than a basketball game that should be called – the right way. So I mean it is what it is, but I think uh I think Tennessee ultimately and Dalton or Dalton, right? It's his first name, right? Connect. Yeah, Dunk Don Connect. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's I mean he had what at least thirty in his last two games. So I know I know he had thirty uh yesterday, thirty five yesterday or more. And then I know he mm-hmm. did Georgia too, though. So I mean, I think he'll be a difference maker, and Rick Barnes will find a way to get him the ball. But don't be surprised if Alabama does win this game. Just yeah, so- um, I think Alabama's pace can like is ever. I don't want to say it's going to be a blowout or it's not, but Alabama's the way Alabama plays offense that it could be that way. Um, you know the way Alabama shoots it, they can go up there and go. 15 from 30 from three and win this game by 10 just because that's how the way it falls. But they also could turn around and go five for 30 from three and lose by 15 plus. Um, that's just the way Alabama plays. The latter more reasonable. I mean, on the road. Yes, I agree. So, you know, I just, we'll see how Alabama's, how Alabama shoots the balls. You know, it's kind of cliche, you know, saying, well, you shoot the ball better, you win. Duh. But the way Alabama plays the game, they have to make them threes to stay in the game. In my opinion, no doubt. Just they're, I think Tennessee is more uh, well-rounded and maybe a little bit more depth. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, the next game is Vanderbilt, who is five and twelve, zero and four in conference play, at Mississippi State, who is twelve and five and one and three in conference play. It's a two thirty tip on SEC Network, and I'm gonna take uh, Mississippi State to win at home. I don't really see it. I mean, I, I don't necessarily really see it being close. The hump's really, really tough play to place to play. So uh, I think Mississippi State defends their home court and wins by five to ten. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm right there with you. Um, sucks for Vanderbilt. You know they're going to probably go to zero and five of the conference play. Um, I like Jerry Stackhouse, um, but Vanderbilt's just a tough play to w- place 
tough place to win, and they don't have the vo- the voodoo magic with Memorial with them for this game. So I'm gonna take the state as well. The next one is um, Texas A&M, who is ten and seven, one and three in conference play, going to LSU, who is eleven and six, three and one in conference play. Um, so three p.m. tip on ESPNU. What are you gonna have, Wells? Take the home team and take LSU. Um, beating Ole Miss last night was uh kind of the icing or the cherry on top for me. Um, I think LSU is a good team. Um, you got the guard, the transfer guard from Tulane. I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. And um, who's their leader. Um, and he plays really well at home. So I'm going to take LSU. And unfortunately for a and I think they're going to fall to one and four in conference play. Yeah, I know you're just so upset about A&M not succeeding. But um, I'm going to go with LSU too. Um, I think last night that win against Ole Miss was kind of – kind of like you said, kind of solidified my thoughts on LSU and how they can win at home. So I'm going to go with the Tigers to win this one. Yeah. Um, you know, I will preference real quick, though. You know, you're second, but I hate – I'm so happy that a um, and That was for A&M football. Um, Buzz Williams was a class act the other day when Auburn played him. Um, gave me a little bit of respect for him. So I'm not going to hate on them as bad as I would for football. That's just, I'm just put that out there. Little disclaimer. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next, we got UGA, um, thirteen and four, three and one in conference play at number eight, Kentucky. Kentucky's thirteen and three, three and one in conference play. Um, Five p.m. SEC Network game. I'm gonna take the Wildcats. Um, I don't, I don't want to call a blowout. Um, just because the way UGA's playing, but it's Rupp and it's tough to win at Rupp. So. Antonio, is it Antonio Reeves, is that right? Is that his first name? I know it's Reeves, but um, he's been cooking lately, and I, I don't see that stopping. So I'm going to take Kentucky to win. Yeah, I am too. Um, I'm going to go with Kentucky at home. Rupp is probably one of the hardest, if not the hardest place to play in in basketball. So, But I do think Georgia keeps it close. I think it's like a six or seven point loss. So I, think, I do think it's going to be kind of close just because of how good they're playing. All right. Next, we got Florida, 11, 11 and six, one and three in conference play at Missouri. Um, Missouri's eight, nine, zero oh and four in conference play. It's the seven p.m. ESPN U game. Um, take Florida. I mean, it's just Missouri's playing bad. Um, had a good first half versus Bama, not so great. Closing well, under twelve minutes um, at Bama, um, and I, I think Florida's probably a little better than that one and three conference play record. So I'm going to take the Gators. Yeah, I'm going to go with Florida to win on the road. Um, had a close one to start it off with, uh, with Kentucky at home. Um, Florida to me is not so bad, but I think Missouri is really bad. So that's kind of, kind of all there is in my opinion. So I'm going to go with Florida to win. Mm-hmm. All right. And the final game on Saturday is number 22 Ole Miss, which that ranking will probably change. Uh, who is fifteen and two, two and two in conference play, going to number thirteen Auburn, who is fifteen and two, four zero in conference play. Um, it's a seven thirty tip on SEC Network. Um, Wells, who are you going to go with? War Eagle. Um, I'm going to take Auburn. Um, seven thirty p.m. game in Neville Arena on a Saturday, Saturday night. Um, when Auburn's playing pretty lights out right now, um, we're giving away bucket hats for the game, which is always a hot commodity. Place is going to be insane. Um, Flan and his dad Wes will be making their return to Neville Arena, so we'll, it'll be interesting to see how they're welcomed. Um, but I just think Auburn's the better team. I just and I just think winning winning at Neville is impressive if you can do it, especially a Saturday night. So I'm going to take Auburn. 
Yeah, I just want to personally know, how are you going to welcome back the Flanagan family? Well, you know, Bruce was talking about this last game, and he was like, you know, I hope Auburn fans realize that Flan is an Auburn graduate and Auburn man. And I'm like, yeah, that's true and all that. And I'm not going to boo that man every time he touches the ball because, to me, he's just another player. But when he goes to the starting lineups, you can bet I'm going to be screaming, sucks, just like everybody else does when they get announced in Neville Arena. So that's my thoughts on that. Okay. I just wanted to join everybody <laughs> here. Um how you will be acting and let let everybody know how they can find you on uh game days in Neville. Where where are you normally located at? I am sitting on the front row, um, pretty even with the basket where Auburn shoots in the second half. So it'll be Ole Miss's basket the first half, Auburn's the second half. Um normally wearing whatever Auburn wears, I try to wear the same jersey. Um home game should be a white jersey with a little hoodie underneath, white hoodie underneath. Yeah. If you see the guy that's acting kind of out of his mind, it's 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 well. So I just kind of wanted to let everybody know how they can see you because that's one of my favorite things to do on game day is to find you as I'm texting you. Like we'll be texting during the game and <laughs> just see you typing back as the ball is going down the court. But anyways, I'm also going to take Auburn. Um, it's tough to win in Neville. So – think Auburn is going to get it done. Um, so that's it for Saturday. Uh, going to Tuesday, uh, January 23rd, it is the first game of the night is number eight, Kentucky, who is 13 and three, three and one um, at South Carolina, who is 14 and three, two and two. Uh, it's a 6 p.m. tip on SEC Network. And I'm going to go with Kentucky uh, to keep keep winning. Uh, I have South Carolina coming off of a loss. And I think they'll keep keep losing. So uh, give me Kentucky. Right there with you. Um, yeah, you know, we, we just watched UGA go in there and beat South Carolina at home. Um, so I'm going to take – wait, yeah, that's right, South Carolina at home. So I'm going to take Kentucky just because I think Kentucky is better than UGA. So if Georgia can do it, why can't Kentucky do it? Um, I don't want to call it – I don't think this is an upset alert for me, Jacob. No, I don't. I don't either. I don't think. I think it has every bit of capability to be um, a trap game, but I don't. I don't see it. Not on a Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. All right. The other, there's only two games on Tuesday. The other one is Missouri eight nine zero and four at A and M. A and M is ten and seven, one and three in conference play. Um, eight p.m. SEC Network game. It's there much to talk about, Jacob. Um, I'm gonna take A and M. Yeah. Um. I think I think A and M's the the better of the two bad teams. So uh, give me A and M at home. All right. The first game on Wednesday night, January twenty fourth, is LSU eleven and six, three and one at Georgia. Um, Georgia's thirteen and four, three and one. It's the five thirty p.m. SEC Network game. Um, I'm gonna take LSU on the road. Um, you know, I'm not feeling too confident in this pick. Um, I kind of did it more out of spite just to make us have a few different things. Um, but I don't absolutely hate it either. Um, you, I mean, LSU's th- three and one with wins at um, A and M, Vanderbilt, Ole Miss. Um, Ole Miss and A and M. If you'd have picked us in the beginning of the year, probably are good looking wins right now. Um, maybe not so much right now. Um, but I just think LSU is going to get the job done at Athens. Yeah. Um, I went with Georgia just because of the home team. Uh, I thought either team could win. Um. So I'm going to go with Georgia, stick with that one because they're the home team. But I, I wouldn't be shocked if LSU finds a way to win that one. Mm-hmm. All right, and then the next game, 
on Wednesday night is probably the game of the whole entire week. Episode, yeah, I agree. In my opinion. Um, number 13, Auburn, who is 15-2, conference play, coming to Tuscaloosa to the hangar um, that is known as Coleman, uh, Alabama, who is 12-5, 4-0 conference play. Um, it's a 6.30 tip on ESPN. Um, it's going to obviously sound biased, but I'm going to go with Bama at home. Um, we're going to be – student section is going to be crazy because it is Auburn. Um, nobody likes – Nobody likes – neither team likes each other. So, I'm going to go with Bama to find a way to win that one at home. Um, yeah, I think I think Bama wins at home. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm going to take Bama. Um, if you look back history, normally last year, Bama got both. Two years ago, Auburn got both. Um, haven't seen so much of a home-and-home home in three or four years, but that used to kind of be the case. Um, honestly, this might sound dumb, but – if Auburn had a loss going into this game in conference play, I might have took Auburn. Um, but for me, as an Auburn fan, I have Auburn going 5-0 in conference play going into Coleman. That's just a perfect storm brewing in my mind for Alabama to get the upset. Um, you know, last year, a worse Auburn team went to Coleman, was up – do you remember the exact number, Jacob? Was it 15, 16, something like that? I was like – I want to say it was almost 20, if not 20. Mm-hmm. Um, Bama came out of one final seconds. Um, and I think this team's better than last year's team by far. And I think Alabama's team is worse than last year. However, Coleman will be about three-fourths full, which three-fourths full for Coleman, I will say, is going to be about 15,000, 14,000. I think um, Coleman's going to be – I think it's going to be maybe sold out. I think uh, – maybe tell me if this might sound like a person hating. If Bama wins – at Tennessee, I think I could see it being sold out. Well, let me say that sold out for Al. Like people are talking about sold out. When somebody says they sold out tickets, that means their official website sold out. Sure. sure. That doesn't mean StubHub isn't going to have two, three hundred tickets, thousand tickets left at game time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, the, there's definitely going to be some tickets like that left, but I don't. I think it's going to be a lot more full than people may think it is, just because it is the Iron Bowl. I mean, it's it's another in-state Alabama team. That you know, obviously, always been rivals. We don't refer to each other by name, so I, I mean, I think it's obviously it's going to be the same at Auburn, which it normally is. But I, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be packed. Yeah. Um. You know, let's take a moment to um to feel, I guess, you know, gratitude or be happy that the state of Alabama is controlling the SEC right now. Both teams four and zero. I yeah. mean, when me and Jacob were ten, both mm-hmm. teams would have been. Oh, and four. Like we would, we we would have been the the third. We probably would have been the twelve and thirteen teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so gotta 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 be happy about that. There's gotta be a win in there somewhere. So, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm gonna exclude two years ago at Auburn. I think Auburn ended up winning by twenty points. But other than that game, the past four games, excluding that one, so the past three, um, at Alabama in uh twenty twenty one, it had been twenty twenty two, and then the two last year, home and away, were both exceptional games. Came down the wire in all three of them, yeah, um, all and I and I kind of see that happen again. I just I'm going to give the odds to the home team. If this was at Neville, if this was at Neville, I probably would take Auburn. Would you? Would you? Would you agree with that one? No doubt. Like I was going to say, whenever we play at Auburn, I'm going to pick Auburn to win just because of the the home and home. Um, yeah. There's one little thing that I want to add in there that I obviously the SEC offices are never going to hear this, but. Make this a Saturday, Saturday. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for this to be on Wednesday night or Tuesday night at either place ever. So it, just a tidbit in there. It, if it's a Saturday game, when it when it comes to Auburn, you know, if it's been a Saturday game this week, it's possible that could have been the game day game. Possible. Yeah, um, no Auburn's, Auburn's got it 
Auburn had game day last year because yeah. you know we got the y'all got the midweek, we got the Saturday game at home. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm with you. I mean, I think you'll get better fan turnout if that's what if that's something you're looking for. Um, and I just it's a top 15 rivalry in basketball now. Yeah. in my opinion. Um, not not used to be the case, uh, but now I think it is. Yeah, I just I just say that because of um, because both teams are pretty good at basketball now. So you know, just want you just want to reward people for to be able to watch good games and not have to worry about them rushing home on. Um, you don't have to wor- worry about them rushing home from traffic on at six thirty. You know what I'm saying? Yep. When they can have all day on Saturday. But anyways, all right. The next game is Mississippi State, who is twelve and five. One and three in conference play at Florida, who is eleven and six, one and three um, in conference play. It's a seven thirty tip on the SEC network, and I'm going to go with Florida um, at home. I think they'll defend home court. So I, uh, I just think I think um, they're playing pretty decently well. So um, I think Florida can defend home court and get this one done. I'm gonna take State. Um, you know, we saw Florida play Kentucky really close at home. Um, saw them beat Arkansas at home. Um, I think Tolo, I mean, we say it all the time. I, th- I think he's going to be the difference making the game. I'm not 100% sure Florida's got somebody that can match up on him. If they foul him and don't just let him go to work, it could be a little different, which is kind of like, you know, you don't normally say that. Um, but if you put him on the line, probably Florida has the edge. But I'm just going to go, I like Josh Hubbard, the way he's been playing recently. I'm going to give it to, to Mississippi State. All right, the final game of our slate is Arkansas 10-7, and 1-3, at number twenty-two, Ole Miss. Ole Miss is fifteen and two, two and two. It's the eight p.m. game. Um, when I looked earlier, there was not a TV time. I mean, there was not a TV channel for this game. Um, maybe that's changed since this morning. Uh, ESPNU. It's the I was, ESPNU. I was game. just about to say it's probably that because yeah, it looks like that it, would be right. It's the ESPNU game. Um, I'm gonna take Ole Miss at home. Maybe if this game was at Arkansas, I'd take Arkansas. Um, but I'm gonna get Ole Miss to get the bounce back win after losing at Auburn. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think Ole Miss is going to um, win this one at home. Uh, kind of a tough place to play over there. So, I, mm-hmm. I think I think Ole Miss defends home court. Um, Vandy and Tennessee have midweek bye games this week. Um, so, there will be, I guess, from now on, probably be one or two teams that don't have a midweek game from we go in. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna, we got about three minutes left, though, Jacob. So, I'm going to ask you this question since you put me on the Flanagan spot earlier. What was your thoughts about Nate Oates and the Missouri player the other night? I was I was wondering if this question was going to come up. So I I don't I don't think it was I don't think it was handled correctly at all. I don't think NATO should have put his hand on him. I I don't agree with it. Now I maybe I think maybe the word like shoved and pushed are getting like overused. I don't think he like you know if you see the video he didn't just shove the guy. Yeah, he, it was kind of a gradual push away. Just like and it wasn't like it didn't look like it was too aggressive. Like, I mean, I've definitely, I don't know. I just, I don't think he should have done it. But, I mean, and, but, you know, there's people saying that, you know, what else do you expect? They covered up a, or they had a murder on their team last year and stuff like that. So, I mean, I I don't think that, I definitely don't think he handled it the right way. Definitely shouldn't have touched the guy. Um so I just I hate that it's getting blown up out of portion worse than it should be. But I think the, I think the SEC office giving him the public reprimand was almost like a slap on the wrist. Mm-hmm. And hey, you know, just don't do it again. But I mean, it can't change it now. I, I but coming from an Alabama fan, he definitely not he definitely should not have have done that. I think you know this is gonna be. I'm trying to be as neutral. I think it probably should have been a T in the game, just because players you don't touch the other team's players. 
Um, I do not think it's suspended worthy. I do not think it's fine worthy. Um, I, I think I think the remand publicly and maybe a T in the game would have been, you know, thing. Um, maybe a double T. Maybe you give a double T at the same no Oates and the guy. Um, and I don't, going back to your shove thing, I think it'd have been different if the guy would have walked into Nate and Nate would have done the shove. But it kind of looks like Nate walked into him to shove him away. You know, and maybe and maybe that's just how it was. Maybe he was getting between his players. But I, I, I think it probably should have been a teeter in the game and then just leave it at that. Yeah, I, I definitely think that could have been handled. It wasn't handled correctly all the way around. So, mm-hmm. but Also, I will say Gates needs to stand up for his guys. Like, that's how you lose a little loyalty. Like, some another guy player another coach touches your players and you're not out there defending them i mean you had the little brush up at the handshake line whatever that's nonsense you have to at least be coming over that time and saying something to nate if you're not getting in his face jawing him yeah i should have done more than a post-game press conference so Mm -hmm. but that's all we have for you on this episode we'll see you next week